Oh shit, what's up dude? You are listening to Swamp Talk, brought to you by Brettle Brook Studio. Here's your hosts, Sean Miller, and Corey Bush. Help. Help me. Thank, thank you. Oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you. All right. All right. Settle down. You're all too kind. You guys need to calm down. Calm the fuck down. Come on. This is week three of this. Hey. Calm down. All right. Knock it off. What? How am I supposed to help you? <laughs> all right. Tonight, we got a guest. And um, I never. Is it Jeanette? Yes. Uh, All right. You nailed it. You nailed it first try there, Miller. And um, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking fucking uh, guano lamp, uh, UFO guano lamp. Uh, It's made out of guano. Oh, wait, that's guava, guava lamp. My bad. Guava lamp. Guava sounds much more appetizing than guano. Yes. Yep. Not that I've tasted guano, but... You know, <laughs> there might be a delicacy oh, yeah. somewhere. I think it is. I saw that in a movie with Jim Carrey once. Yep. It was like a delicacy. Yep. Uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking Death and Company's tea and vodka drink. Oh. I bought the label, but it's delicious. It's something that's new. They're just starting to bottle their cocktails, and it's pretty good. And I got uh, just Moosehead Lager. Nice. From, um, I want to say New Brunswick. I don't know. I'm just assuming New Brunswick. All right, cool. Yeah, St. John, New Brunswick. Nice. And it doesn't have guano, does it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not not that appealing to me, then. All right. Well, I got some notes. And, um, I don't know, I just went off of Google. Uh... And you are a columnist? I am a columnist, a writer for Forbes. I write about drinking culture, which means I write about anything from a guy who's trying to beat Snoop Dogg's record for a juice and and gin cocktail. All right, all right. To, um, you know, different wine companies. I've got one right here. It's called Babe Rosé Wine with Bubbles. I don't know what it tastes like yet. But I think this is one of those marketing to women things. Um, and I've I've gotten to write about some pretty cool things. And then I write books, mostly about booze. Oh, which well, is I mean, that's cool. definitely something. If I counted correctly, in. nine books? Um, that was a little bit behind. I now have my 15th book coming oh, out wow. this month. Congrats. Um, that's, <laughs> oops, oh my, hold on. My computer just... <laughs> His husband's computer just went. Oops, sorry. Sorry. Right. Um, but this is my latest book, the unofficial Aldi cookbook, which Ooh. does have booze in it, but it's yeah. not the focus. And then the one just before that is Wisconsin cocktails, Ooh. and this is all about booze and all about the weird things we drink here in Wisconsin. Um, if you order a and old-fashioned any place in the world but Wisconsin, you're going to get a drink that's whiskey, usually rye, bitters, and sugar, and that's it. In Wisconsin, they ask you for a series of questions. First of all, they ask you, do you want 
whiskey or do you want brandy? And it, brandy is more popular than whiskey. And then they muddle the brandy or whiskey with cherries and oranges and bitters and sugar. And then they ask you if you want it sweet or sour. sour. And technically you could have it sweet, sour, or press, which is sweet soda, sour soda, or club soda. <laughs> and press standard stands for Presbyterian because that was the way people used to drink. And then, then if you want to even get crazier, usually it's just garnished with oranges and cherries, but some people like pickled onions or olives or pickled mushrooms or whatever the heck. That sounds delicious. What is a sour soda? Um, like squirt, or if they're fancy, they make a sour mix into a soda. Oh, okay. Never heard of a sour soda. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but... I say the old fashioned in Wisconsin definitely sounds more appealing. Yeah, I've never had <laughs> I never lie. had one before. Um I actually. definitely want to try uh the pickled onions. Oh yeah. Definitely. Pickled. I think that would be interesting. You probably would also like our Bloody Mary. Because oh, I love Bloody Mary's. Served. It's always served with a beer chaser. You know in some places as a schnitt. And then you get a meal. On top of yeah, your glass. Yeah. That's how I like my bloody mouth. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it, and probably the craziest I've seen is an entire rotisserie chicken on top of a Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's, I mean, that actually sounds really good. <laughs> I'm yeah. used to like the little sliders, like some shrimp, yep. bacon, yep. all that stuff. And then the weirdest thing I had was uh, they gave me like a little shot of beer. Instead yep. of like 151 or something, they they put like a little tiny shot of beer, and inside yep. that beer, they put like a miniature bottle of uh, uh, was it Tabasco sauce oh. in there. <laughs> I had my first good, Bloody Mary a few years ago. My dad ordered one. He went through this phase one summer where he couldn't get enough, and so I tried it and I ended up liking it. It was my first Bloody Mary over at Tio's. Oh, per- <laughs> I didn't even know they made Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> right next to where we have our office. How do they how do they make their bloody marys and what do they top what does Tio's top it with? I mean Tio's is pretty generic, but they're like a hometown favorite here. Uh we have like two hot dog places where you can get miniature hot dogs and they both do it their own way. So like we got this rivalry and half the town loves Tio's, the other half loves hot dog ranch. Me and Miller here, we love uh both. <laughs> it's food and they have alcohol, so I yep. mean it works for us. Even better. Both Even fun. better. Yeah. So after, like, you know, or what was it? Before we would go out venturing in the woods, usually we would go out, like yeah. us four, before COVID and everything happened. We would all go out and have a meeting there, and then we would continue on with our night, and that was like our weekly thing, or we would go to the other place and do that. Ah, pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. <laughs> I don't know how things are are out there, but out um, here, a lot of things Wisconsin, are closed. I'm pretty sure there are some bars that never closed because we don't have a history of following rules when it comes to the federal government and yep. alcohol. Yep. I wish it was um, like that here. I, it was so funny because our governor said, you know, with when things started to reopen, well, it's like the it's like the Wild West out here. And that's exactly what prohibition agents said like the wild west because nobody follows any rules um most places that i know of at least here in milwaukee where i live 
they have they're open but they have reduced capacity and some places haven't reopened yeah um a lot of places are doing to-go cocktails and beer and things like that yeah, yeah. but that's not the same thing i hope that there's plenty of places that also have like they have igloos and cabins and other outdoor things which is pretty fun there's one place in my neighborhood and they have like these igloos outside it's called at random and at random is the second oldest cocktail lounge in the state of Wisconsin. And it used to be owned by this old guy and there used to be even a clown corner. It was really weird. And it's now owned by a more sophisticated bar owner, but he, and he got rid of the clown quarter corner, but he kept some of the other crazy stuff at the bar and they now are outside and they have this little tiny backyard patio And it's right off this one side street and you can go and sit in an igloo or sort of like an igloo, but it looks like an igloo to me. (laughs) I mean, I wish, I wish that, that. yeah, they don't do anything. They just reduce capacity uh, in Massachusetts and most of the places just shut down. They just deliver food now. So you can't even go there and get drinks. But the one thing I do hope that sticks once COVID's all said and done is the to-go cocktails because i think that is like the wave of the future that is the greatest thing that they could have ever came up with honestly and well and think about it you're out at a bar that makes a fantastic cocktail and whether it's a margarita old-fashioned or whatever now you can drink it at home you know you could have one that night and if it's so perfect buy one to go exactly then the next night and you can enjoy it and you'll be thinking about the good time you had at that bar yeah i mean it it's a win-win in my book like wait we get booze delivered yeah you can uh there's certain places that do it uh was it methuselah's on north street and then uh brew house oh because i try to do um what did we order from applebee's and that wasn't even an option Yeah, they don't. Applebee's is oh, too was, uh, mainstream. Oh, they're they're too mainstream. Lame. They, yeah, they won't. No. They won't adjust to that because uh, they have places all around the United States, and it's different in each state, like all the restrictions and stuff. Yeah. Because they left it up to the governor, so you know it would just be too much on the corporation to figure out all that shit. But all these small town places and like one off shops that we have and bars and stuff that we have, they they're like fuck it, you know. We'll do to-go cocktail. I think Lua Holly does it, too. Ooh, now that I think of, I didn't know They that. do, actually, because I, I remember I got a headhunter on Christmas. I had I had them bag up, like, three headhunters for me. <laughs> well, my we... favorite story about this through this whole COVID crap is there was this woman down in Chicago, and she ran an events planning business. And, of course, it went kaput. So she was like, well, what do I do? Well, she knows how to make good drinks from all the events she planned. And she had this leftover boost from some events that didn't happen. And she had the grown-up, you know, Capri Sun packs for grown-ups. And she just started packaging them. And it is like Prohibition. You have to know her to get on her Instagram to send her a message, but she will deliver cocktails. That's awesome. And she delivers them in Mexican fighters masks, <laughs> or you could get the unicorn mask and you can have certain music played and there's a disco ball and it's this whole production. <laughs> and 
that's and she actually is employing, I think, six to eight other bartenders who oh, are wow. out of work. That's, and they, that's you know, awesome. she says they go there and they check people's IDs just like they would at a club. And then you get whatever, whatever grown up sippy cup of your choice. See, I feel like after COVID, that is something that she should follow up on because that may revolutionize the whole game. You know, like she may be able to make millions off of that idea just alone because that's that's a really good idea. I know a lot of people that would pay for that. Well, and she was just like trying to make her rants. And she said she had just been wiped out before COVID hit. She had she got hit by a car or something and she had medical bills and she's just and she didn't have as much savings. So she was just trying to make her rent. And she had a friend who was trying to make her rent. So they just started this this underground cocktail delivering service, which I think was fantastic. And, you know, bringing the, the, the old fashioned boom box with music. And she said she would do it for birthdays, for anniversaries, also because people couldn't go and visit people or at least the people who are following rules yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah. So how do you celebrate your dad's 70th birthday? You know, exactly. So she she said that she's her the most rewarding was when people would cry when she'd show up with the mm. boombox <laughs> and it would be this whole production. And she's like, you know, for 15 minutes, I brought a little bit of joy to someone. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that was cool. I, I feel like we should just uh, forget 2020 like it didn't happen. And we're all still, you know, like I would be 29 still. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, it's going to be my 30th birthday in June. All right, cool. Thirty. Well, again. you should do something big for that. Again. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll I actually be able to celebrate it this year, at least. Throw a big blowout party. If you can. <laughs> I got to make up for it. Hopefully everybody gets vaccinated in our friend group, so I can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that or whatever. that's what we got to do to do what we want to exactly. do. Exactly. If that's what we have to do, then so be it. Like, I want to go back to normal. I'm so sick of this. Yeah. So many people say the same thing. I think for myself, the second week we were in quarantine, um, my husband got, I've got an 11-year-old son, and he's a competitive gymnast, so he has a lot of energy. And suddenly, no gymnastics, no diving, no gym, no recess. So we put up the, the trampoline in the backyard, and that helped us survive until gymnastics came back this summer. Yeah. Um, but that was just, I was like, you know, the one hour online zoom workout with the coach does not cut it. No, no, it doesn't. It's like I could look up a video on YouTube at that point. Yes. Yes. And, um, it's, it's good. You know, you guys can see each other and I, I, there are certain people I see like right now, what's kept me sane this, Winter is a couple good friends of mine. We go on Saturday morning to the winter farmer's market. Now we have to wear a mask and there's distancing and everything, but it's something that seems kind of normal. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we were at Walmart today and it was a madhouse because I totally forgot Valentine's Day is on Monday. Uh, (laughs) Or uh, whenever it is. I think it's Monday, right? It's tomorrow. 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 tomorrow, That's right. right. Yep, and I'm going to be celebrating Valentine's Day by going to a gymnastics meet, which oh, is exactly nice. how everybody celebrates Valentine's Day. But uh, speaking of all this being done, at Walmart, they had in the bin, their clearance bin, for a dollar, multi-packs of 
Uh, reusable masks. Oh, who oh yeah. If you need a mask, go to Walmart. They're a dollar. <laughs> he made now the that... joke that, you know, Biden's president, so COVID's over. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, you might be right. Uh, I, it's just, it's good to see, you know, Walmart packed again yeah. and people not yeah. living in fear every day, you know. Well, like, and there are some people I'm sure in your social circle who are still living in fear. Yep. I have, I'm a freelance writer and book author. So I'm involved in a couple of writing group, writing organizations and the people I know who are handling it well, still see people and still do things. But there are writers I know who get their food delivered, their groceries delivered. They haven't left since March of last year. Oof. Oh, wow. They're not doing so well. Mm-mm. Now we just pretty much stick to each other. Yeah, I mean, we hang out on a weekend basis, like every weekend we'll get together, we'll meet up at the office now that we have the office, um, and we'll do work, but besides that, we both just go to work, go home. Yeah, I I work from home, so I don't go anywhere during the week. The only time I ever leave is to see my wife, she's down in uh, Connecticut, we're in Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, She's taking care of her dad, so I go down there every two weeks, and... Bring her supplies. Yep. You notice how there's no travel restrictions anymore? Uh, <laughs> I was I, just I thinking about that one, too. I never paid attention because when she was in school at the beginning, <laughs> I just drove across state anyways. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. weren't staying uh, 24 hours at the yeah. time. Yeah. So you were only there briefly or driving through. So you weren't violating any regulations. But no. now it's like, where are they? <laughs> well, I was afraid because my wife... Uh, was in school. She graduated in May um, with creative writing. And um, where was I going with that? What kind of writing does she do? Um, She likes, I think, like science fiction. Awesome. Um, So why isn't she writing our episodes for Brattlebrook? Why am I stuck writing next season? Because she's <laughs> way too busy to do anything else. They got her running around the house down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot she's tutoring she's a, everyone she, now. Yeah, she's, yeah. Take, she's helping the kids with She school. should actually pursue that. Like, she did, but she doesn't have enough qualifications in Connecticut to be a oof. teacher. She wants to be a professor. professor. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's what her main goal is. Yeah, that's a lot. She just told me last night she should have used this time to get her master's. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you could have. It's a whole she year can't. she could have did at home, too. Yeah, yeah. Online yeah. schooling. It's, I mean, it's benefited a lot of people because now we can see, like, the different types of jobs that can be done at home. And you don't need to, you know, waste the space and have offices and have all these people crammed together getting aggravated with each other. You know, like, now people can work at the comfort or from the comfort of their home. Yeah, I remember... Um... At one point, I told my boss, hey, I might be moving out to Boston. Is there any way I can work from home out there? And he's like, I mean, I would say yeah, but probably not. And here we are a year later. And he's still working from home. <laughs> working from home. <laughs> so it's totally possible. Yep. yep. Well, it shows you what you can. And some people aren't good at working from home. I've worked from home for the last decade when I left newspapers to pursue freelance writing which is a lot more fun than covering board meetings. Um, But there's a lot of things like my husband used to travel for work. He's an architect. He would fly around and he's still, he's gone back to doing some travel, but a lot of this can be replaced with zoom meetings. You don't have to go for every little meeting and fly to some 
tiny town exactly wherever and so i think that's changed and i think you know the one thing i have seen i wonder with kids especially with all the online school will they in the future ever have snow days so when oh, everything's that's bad, a good you know, point. it's like, no, well, you don't come Ruins to school. Snow I mean, on your computer. but it's good because then they're not losing time in the summer yep. for summer vacation. You know, yeah, you're getting your full summer vacation. Here you yep. get like a week of snow days, like five days. And yeah, there was a certain days. amount to where it didn't yeah, affect you. But I mean, now, summer. like you could just eliminate that and people aren't. I mean, especially now, like kids need to get an education. Like they need like. Uh, in the town that we live in, they just tore down the high school and rebuilt this like multi-million dollar, really nice school. Wow. But COVID hit as soon as it was done, <laughs> so like it's just been sitting there. And like the janitor walks around and turns on all the lights, so like it doesn't rot and just go to waste. But it's like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, well, it, <laughs> it's crazy. Well, and some school seems to work better than others. My sister has a first grader. And my mom would sometimes supervise and she would say, and her name is Miss Feldman, which is the perfect name for a first grader, <laughs> grade teacher. Yep. Miss Fel- Feldman would say, Rihanna, stop playing with your camera. You're making me dizzy. <laughs> and, you know, the kids would raise their hands and half of them would raise their hands and ask if they could go to the bathroom. Even they were, though they were already at home and she told them ahead of time, you can go to the ba- bathroom when you need to. Uh- uh that's that's so, that's so funny that they're still like buddy, following rules our buddy home. has a has a kid he has two and um his, his his daughter's teacher said oh she's been skipping class and i told him like how is she skipping class like she's at home like how is she skipping class oh she just Close their laptop a little bit so the camera can't see. The, the camera's pointed class. downward. <laughs> that's skipping class these days. You just I mean, shut your laptop. If you can still hear the teacher, you don't need to yeah. see them, right? No. I mean, it, well, I know, I know. In our scenario, like it would be normal to just listen because we're so accustomed to these podcasts now, where all we do is listen and learn that way. But I, I understand. Why she considered that skipping school? <laughs> well, it was that easy back when I was. I know, right? Just turned down the camera, like, all right, see ya. <laughs> well, and so many kids, um, it, it's some some kids handle it. I think it depends on the age, and their also level of maturity and responsibility. Yep. Some kids can work on their own, and other kids can't. I have a friend who teaches high school. And she says half of her kids are in school and half are online, and that's hard. But she says, you know, the masks may be uncomfortable, but she has less classroom discipline problems to deal with because they're not sticking their tongues out at each other or doing other <laughs> things they're not supposed to. They're yep. not whispering or passing notes. Honestly, I think even after COVID, I'm probably still going to wear my mask uh, in certain places because, like, it really made it. It was really an eye opener on how disgusting certain places can be. So I was like, you know what? I might just. I've invested, you know, at least fifty dollars in masks by now. Yeah. So I might as well just fucking reuse they do, them they every do it now in other and then. Countries. Like, yeah, I know. Like, like, um, like uh, well, China. I mean, they're always getting sick, though. There's always things breaking out, like pandemics. Well, if they don't feel good, they just put a mask on too. 
That's good yeah. though. That stops the spread. You know, like yeah. we're always having like these giant like flu breakouts and stuff. And if people just put on a mask when they're feeling sick, like they would just nip it yeah. in the bud at that point. Well, and it kind of the thing I think about because I remember, you know, when my kid was little, and even now, if he's sick, I wouldn't send him someplace because if a kid has a fever or sniffling or is doing anything gross, you don't want to send him to school. No. But there are parents who send their kids, drug them up with Tylenol and send them to school. Yep. And, oh, seriously, Lyra? <laughs> I can introduce you to my dog if you want. Lyra. Oh, well, I uh, love dogs. Come on. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. She, yep. Yeah, is, isn't she cute? She's adorable. She was Good girl. Be, yeah. She was supposed to be this? a hone terrier. Aww. And then they did the DNA. And she is a Chihuahua Great Pyrenees. Oh, cattle dog. So she's she's our forty pound Chihuahua. Well, you're a good girl. Yeah, you are. Yes, you She is a sweetheart. She reminds me of my dog Lacey. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> oh. She kind of looks like Lacey. Yeah, she does. She's got the same like sad, sad like oh my god, what's going on type <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah. Scared of everything. Yeah, scared of everything. <laughs> excited, so but excited, dog. willing to meet people, but as soon as there's too much noise, she's like, "Hell no, I'm out of here." <laughs> what kind of dog is Lacey? Uh, I don't. She's a mutt, but yep. they told us she was uh, what is it? Um, a golden, a chow, and something else mixed, but it. She, she doesn't look anything. She looks anything like a fox. Like... Okay, Honestly, she yep. looks exactly like a fox, and that's what I like. She's adorable. I whenever I see a fox now, I'm like, oh, Lacey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How old is Lacey? Ah, uh, she just turned six. Oh wow. Oh. Yep. Was that long ago? Yeah. Wow. Uh, they got her when I was 24. Oh. Wow. Yep. So 30 now. So six. Yep. Actually, no. She's she just turned five or. Five. Five, yeah, because we're yeah. not counting 2020. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll do you have a young. pet Miller? I do. I um I have myself, I have two cats, and then my parents, because I live with them, they have two cats, so I have four cats all together. And uh one of them is turning seventeen this year. Wow. Oh, wow. Does not act it at all. <laughs> He's wow. like a, he's still a little baby. Actually, as he gets older, he gets more babyish. Is that Frogger? Oh. Yep. Oh Frogger. my God, Frogger's seventeen. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I got him yeah. when he was yeah. Just no, a little thing acts and... like a kitty. This cat, <laughs> he's got his I own know. leash for uh, so they let him outside, so he roams around outside and stuff. It's the cutest thing. I swear. Aww. Yep. Yeah. Frogger, I can't believe he's 17, though. Yeah, that, he's, he's getting up there. still kicking. Yep, he is still kicking. He's a brat, is what he is. <laughs> uh, what about the other two that you have? Oh, Frank is 12 or 11, and then Arthur is like 8. Now, were those the ones that you had at the Orchard Street apartment? Yeah. Yep. The one with TJ? Uh, Frank was there when Frank. TJ. Okay, so you got that Arthur. at the same time Cassie got hers, right? Yeah, same letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, all right. I'm just trying to link them together. So, oh no, not the same letter. They're different letters, but we got same cat, same right? Or yeah. same mother, rather. I think so. Aww. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, our whole friend group, we we like sharing. <laughs> so whenever somebody has, like, a cat, they're like, oh, where'd you get that cat? <laughs> well, <laughs> yep, next we have, litter, they have a cat. From we the have same a cat litter, friend. So. And uh, my the one of the cats my mom has is from my friend. And then my cat, Frank, is from the same friend. And then I'm pretty sure uh, Cassie's cat is also from the Which, same litter. Is it Juniper or uh, Brewster? The one that's from that litter. I don't remember. Probably Bruce I hear a dog again. Yep, no. she's coming. I thought, I thought it was something in my headphones. No, like, no, I, no, I heard the jingle of a dog. She's coming in and out. Um, I need I need to run and grab my computer cord because I just realized my computer is not charged like it should oh. be. Oh, that's Go fine. It. Go for it. Oh wait, my husband. Thank you. Oh, save the day. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Oh, technology is wonderful when it works. Yep. Yeah, the, the downside of technology is battery life these days. There we go. There. All right. It should work now. There. Oh, tell me. Just, gosh. Man, I need to get Am I still here? Yep. yep. You're still here. There we go. Almost. All right. All of a sudden, the computer gave me a different screen, and I'm like, <laughs> am I still here? Good. Did not have a, a computer technical problem. <laughs> um, what else did I have on my, my list? Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, you have the list. Uh, featured speaker at um a couple of places like uh, the American Society of Journalists and Arthur, Authors. Oh, authors. Wow. yep. Um, Wellspring Organic Farm. Yep. Wisconsin I, Original Cheese Festival. Ooh. Yes. Now, now was that, that is I was going to Now that's how, Oh, well, that's continue. Really <laughs> My bad. It's in Elkhart Lake um, at the Osthoff Resort. And when I've done speeches there, basically what I do is I pair cheese with beverages. I've done cheese and wine, cheese and cocktails, cheese and tea, and generally just talks about... Um, the, the cheese and cocktails is probably the most popular. And my book, Wisconsin Cocktails, has a whole chapter on pairing cocktails with cheese, which, you know, Bloody Mary is a natural pairing with cheese because usually in Wisconsin, they stick in um, either cheese curds or cheese sticks or straight on cheddar, whatever. And especially, I would say Bloody Marys go well with cheeses that have some spice to it, like hatch peppers or jalapeno peppers or habanero peppers, because different cheeses, like Hennings is a company here in Wisconsin, and they're known for making their flavored cheddars, but also they make, like, if you go to places that have, like, a 500-pound cheese wheel someplace, Hennings has made it. Oh, my God. 500 pounds? Yes, or even bigger. I mean, these Holy huge, shit. humongous, thick cheddars. Now, um, did you ever find a cheese that pairs well with beer? Oh, bear, beer, beer cheese. and cheese. There's so many cheeses. So many. Um, I would say cheddar, of course, is yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, cheddar. That's, I, um, that was the one ones, that I paired with beer <clears throat> that went really well. Gouda is also really good. 
Um, if you have a lighter Pilsner, then you want to go with a lighter cheese, like a mozzarella or a fresh chev or something very light. Okay. Um, if you have like a dark, deep stout, you're probably going to want a cheese that has some heft to it. Um, there are some cheeses like um, in California, Vela Monterey Jack is rubbed in cocoa powder. Ooh. There's also a cheese here in Wisconsin called Coco Cardona, and that's rubbed with cocoa powder and pepper. And then there's this Utah company, and I actually have a favorite Utah cheesemaker called Beehive Cheese, and they make a cheese called Barely Buzzed, which is rubbed with lavender and and coffee, and it's oh, wow. absolutely amazing. I asked this only because my mom just got into the charcuterie boards, and she's always oh. <laughs> she's always making. Yep. Uh, a charcuterie board that pairs well with like cocktail drinks and wine and stuff. And I'm always drinking beer when I go over to my parents' house for dinner. Yep. And I'm like, Mom, you need you need the cheese that pairs well with the beers. So that's why well, it's just so and there I can are tell also, her. <laughs> there are beers, there are cheeses in Wisconsin and Ireland that are rubbed with beer. Ooh. Oh, um, all right. There's one. Um, Bella Vitano is a cheese. It's sort of like a cross between Parmesan and cheddar. Um, it's absolutely addictive. And probably my favorite version of it is their New Glarus Raspberry Ale Washed Bella Ooh. Vitano. And I, I'm, you're probably familiar, you've probably heard of New Glarus, their spotted cow beer, which is not sold anyplace but Wisconsin. I have relatives down in Illinois and if they come into Wisconsin, my 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 brother-in-law always buys a case. Wait, of what's the name of the out. beer company? Because um, we have a liquor store in town that actually, if we tell them to order beer, they will order it from any place. Well, it's called New Glarus. New Glarus, okay. But they I do have not that. usually sell to other people. Oh, sell okay. any place out of the state. Damn, There's we got to go. In the, in the Twin Cities that got in trouble because the owner of the bar, I think it was in St. Paul or Minneapolis and the owner would just go across, you know, 20 minutes away into Wisconsin and he would buy new Glarus beer and take it to his bar and sell it. Oh. And he got in trouble. <laughs> Which, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> he ruined it for everybody. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, uh. But the other ones, in terms of beer in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, there's always Sprecher, which is available, I think. And um, there's also, I mean, we have probably, I don't know, a dozen different microbreweries. There's I Black Husky, which you could take your dog to. Oh. They let you take your dog to the brewery. Any place nice. that allows a dog in there with you, I mean. So wait, what's this company called? Because I got I to gotta look It's called it. Black Husky. Oh, that that explains it. <laughs> yep, yep. And all their beers, I'm pretty sure, have label beer labels have different are named for different dogs. Awesome. So now this is a beer I can get behind. <laughs> Definitely. I that I think that it. would be something you'd probably really really like. Yeah, I circled um, that. <laughs> and there's also a couple of bars. Um, I think it's Roman Coin is one of them. 
And there are a few others that people just take their, their dogs to. There's the backyard. That's another but, one. You're allowed. They they have a backyard, and you can let your dog run around. That's amazing. That's awesome. That is awesome. There's We're the, going to the backyard. The oh, bars around right? here, They well, we had one, but the bars around here usually don't have yards. Like Friends. Yeah, all I can think of is uh, Friends bees. has an outdoor area, and they got like a fire pit and like a, a lounge Friends? area. Yeah. Where do they have the space? It's right outside. Oh, I swear. It's right. like right outside. Right. That fenced in area behind the building is that. Oh, totally behind it. But I, okay, what I was thinking sense, is yeah. uh, the doghouse. Yeah, V's. It's V's uh, doghouse. Yeah, they closed because of COVID. Okay. But they had a back area where they had horseshoes and uh, a bar that was out, actually outside, like by the horseshoe okay. pit and stuff. I found a place so. with horseshoe pits and stuff like that. It's in uh, Otis. Really? Right down the street from the house that I wanted in the middle of nowhere. There's like a little... We area. might have to go out there. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> we got to make reservations because we drove our snowmobiles three and a half hours to get there. And they're like, oh, you need well, a reservation. So hopefully we by summertime, we're not doing yeah. this bullshit anymore. Oh, but never know. know. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, I will gladly make a reservation there. But that's interesting. A, a yard. You, we don't... We're not used to... No, we that. have, so. there's a lot of places that are dog Actually, friendly. In Maine, there's a lot of places with outdoor stuff. Almost every restaurant around well, Wells and uh, Maine's like, when you think of Maine, though, you think of forest. Oh, like, Gunquit. Yeah. Forest and lakes. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a bunch of places they sell seafood and you play horseshoes and shuffleboard, all that stuff outside. Well, well, I don't know. Shuffleboard, I don't think We did want to go to Maine to try and wrestle out there, so. Yeah, but this is like the bottom of Maine. Where we want to go is way up the top. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd rather the, go to the, the bottom of Maine. The cool, the cool places where you eat outside and stuff is at the bottom. Just like an hour from Hampton. Beach. So on our way. Yeah, on the on our way up there. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, Maine is gorgeous. There's a new gin out called the Meanie, which is named for a Maine summer. Okay, and where's that? In, uh... Um, I, I don't know exactly where they're there. I can show you. Hold on. What it looks like. I've got a sample. Because I'm about to, if there's good places in Maine, you might as well write it down. I well think it might be. It, it's That's inspired. What I, think, I don't too. know if it's made there or not, but it. Uh, there we go. There it so... is. Okay. And by it's Maine. inspired by a Maine summer. Is what Main the summer. brand says. Now, is this um, is this a bar that does it, or no? Nope, it's company? it's a distillery. Oh, distillery! A distillery okay. that makes it, they make gin and they make four different kinds: a barrel aged, an overproof, their regular, and a coconut gin, Ooh. which I think would taste probably pretty good in a tiki drink. That and probably better than I'm not a fan of gin. I, it reminds me of a pine tree. So I coconut gin. Tried it when I was a kid. I was a kid, mind you, and it was the, dry. That's gin. when I tried and it, and I was like, "Oh, that's a cool looking bottle" because it was like tinted blue, and I was like, "I'm gonna try it." Oh, I, I thought it, it was, be delicious. Was that. So I took a huge I know which swig, one you're talking and it was about too. absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Yep. I know what you're talking about, and that's more of a very juniper heavy, dry style. Um, I prefer more the botanical kind that has a lot of different herbs and spices and things that 
it doesn't taste like you're eating a pine tree. Yeah, yeah, well, pine exactly. trees are good, but drinking it, mm. yeah, no, no, no. I don't remember what it tasted like. It was nasty. Probably a pine tree. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't remember. It was so long ago. I was like nine. nine what are you seven. doing drinking gin at nine? I liked the bottle and I wanted to try it. I didn't know it was alcohol until I tasted it. Fair enough. Fair enough. You haven't and touched you've it since. Sworn, you haven't touched it since you were nine. Yep. <laughs> you should try it again. You might like it. Yeah. Well, I just tried it like bar. a year ago and I didn't like gin. So. Well, well, which gin did you try though? Seriously, I Tanqueray. I never... That's what my no. parents drink. They were like, "Here, try this drink," and I was like, eh. "No." <laughs> you want what you want to try is something like Brokers, um, Rehorsed is a really good one. Hendrix is, I mean, it smells like cucumber and rose, and it's a lot better. Um, Try what they call a modern gin. Ooh, modern. Modern gin. Okay. Because they're the ones that aren't going to go so junipery that you can't taste anything. Yeah, that's else. that's the problem. Maybe I they're selling drinks with... at Tio's. We'll try gin. They might give us a little shot. No, I. What would be a good gin I drink? Yeah, what's a good it... mixed drink with gin? Um. Well, one I'll tell you there are probably one of my favorites is a good Negroni, but I like one no let's I got this recipe from a bartender at the Iron Horse Hotel and she basically usually a Negroni is one part Campari, one part gin and one part vermouth. The way she did it was more gin, but it was no let's gin which is a much softer more fragrant gin, um, Dolin vermouth, and then instead of Campari, Aperol. So it was about one and a half ounces of gin and then three quarters ounce of each. Um, it's in my book, Drink Like a Woman. Okay. And it's called Zero to 50, but it's a type of Negroni. I love that. But I also like um, a really, if you take Hendrix gin, which is very cucumbery. And I, like, mash... I like cucumber a lot. Okay, Ooh, yeah, then you would probably really like Hendrix. And what you want to do is you want to kind of muddle it with simple syrup, some citrus bitters, some lime juice, cucumbers, and basil. basil. And the gin, yes. So about three, I would say one and a half ounces gin, three, and, three quarters ounce lime juice, three quarters ounce simple syrup, which is basically equal parts water and sugar. You can even use hot tap water to make it. Okay. Um, but depending on your level of sweetness, you can always add more or less. But you put the simple syrup, the cucumber, the, the gin, and the basil, and you mash it with, you muddle it with your muddler. And then you put some ice in the bottom, and you shake it, and you strain it, and it's delicious on a hot summer day. Well... Summer's right around the corner. Uh, as I say this now, it's basically already over. <laughs> I don't know. What I, I can't wait for summer. Right now, it's um, it's going to be minus three degrees today, tonight, what, later on. What are we at, six? No, we're earlier. We're at it was warmer. It's yeah, enough it was warmer to keep today. the snow around. But, because all I know is for the next three weeks, 
Guaranteed, I can go snowmobiling. Well, we're Saturday. also supposed to be getting snow all. Yeah, we're gonna get a, next week. Like it's gonna be dustings we're and gonna then get, like, one good storm. I think we got so. two storms in the next two weeks. Yeah, but it's been frigid here, like pretty cold. Yeah, it's been, it's Last week cold. it was yeah. in the negatives. I went snowmobiling in the negatives. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday it's gonna be five. I'm driving yeah, and my beard is just turning to ice oh. from my breath. Yeah, so Monday, nope. Today, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Snow. Nice. Yeah, so you'll be good to snow. <laughs> yep. And my dad will be on vacation I the week after so. that. Oh, perfect. Yep. <laughs> so do you ever go cross-country skiing or just snowmobiling? Um, I tried cross-country. My mom had old skis, but I didn't have the right boots for it. Oh, okay. So it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but... I'm pretty sure we still have those skis, so I'm going to probably go get some boots and try them out. It's just a matter of getting to the store and getting them. I've done it once, and I prefer it more than snowshoeing. Yeah? Yeah, it's easier. It's a lot easier. I'll probably just get the I mean, boots. I do want to try it. A lot of people do it out in the field. because you stay on top of the snow, but... You're like it's almost like you're skating across. Yeah, people the snow. fly when I tried it and had the right boots. Oh yeah, you can but, get going with people, those. Like this old lady was out there; she was going. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, you make it look so easy!" But when I tried it, it was hard. She's probably been doing it for years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I I like I like cross country skiing and snowshoeing. Um, just something in winter. The best thing I ever did though was, um, and you would absolutely love it is um dog sledding oh yeah my wife wants to do that i've always wanted to do that it's just that's so many huskies (laughs) well they're malamutes aren't they i think it was my ideal winter sport would be dog sledding but my husband said we live in a small house you can't have a a, a team of 10 huskies in our little backyard could you imagine we had me and my wife uh, went to this Connecticut mall, and there was a husky there. And my wife just wanted it so bad. I tried my credit. I tried her credit. They both didn't work. So my friend was like, oh, you, you want that dog? I'll sign up for it. So he, he passed the credit check. So we got this dog. We have nothing for it. And just having a husky in a small apartment was the stupidest idea we've ever had. We ended up We ended up giving her to a friend's mom who has the space for the husky. Yep, and uh, she Huskies. went through three three couches. Yeah, well, they need they need to be able to get out and run around. Yeah, she was Huskies. also a puppy mill dog, so she wasn't like no. very good Huskies. at training. Huskies and they're stubborn. Are crazy. Yeah, they're wonderful, but they want to run and yep. they want to run in the snow. Oh yeah, that's why they're so, meant for the. I'd the bring her, sleds. I would bring they're, her out. God. Yeah, small apartment and a husky, not a good idea. Yeah, it was dumb. We were like 20. Well, but yeah. I would bring her out for a walk, and all she wanted to do was play in the snow, and I'd just sit there with my arm up, and she'd just run around in a circle yep. for like an hour, go inside, pee on the floor. I'm like, you were just outside for an hour. Probably I didn't want that to dog. come back inside. I missed now, that dog. Huskies are, they're really challenging dogs to have. Yeah, well, unless you have a place where they can run. Yeah, we're prepared this time, so if we get another one, we'll be prepared. Well, yeah, you have 
more than enough space. And the fur. Oh my god. Yeah. The fur. Tundra's yeah. the fur. Yeah. You those are dogs you have we, to comb We knew about the fur. weekly. Well, no. Yeah, probably weekly actually. We knew yeah. about the fur. About but man, we didn't like know no about the fur. You know that white yeah. dog that was that they always have at Basque? Yeah. Walking around? That dog. Samoyan? <laughs> uh, are... Yeah, it's a big white dog, big fluffy yep. dog. Yeah. They're and they're fuzzy awesome. white dogs. I yep. love it. It's the hardest thing to see on in the winter when you're coming down the mountain. The thing will just come across the, the snow trail like when you're skiing and you're like, oh, shit, and you veer out of the way really quickly. But, I mean, in the summertime, he's panting and shit. It got so bad to the point where they, they shaved him. But, like, he had so much fur that he looked like... He just looked like a giant circular ball. Sometimes like, shaving it was, was like the, the funniest thing, thing ever. They're the cutest dogs. <laughs> like they're lovable. They're, they're nice. Their fur is supposed to cool them down in the summer. Uh, he was pant. It, well, oh. it was all natted up and stuff from the. Uh, win- it was his it, winter fur that up, like yeah. didn't fully shed. So they're like, you know what? Oh, We're yeah, just gonna the, shave it. The, uh, so Denny, we used to just. My mom used. My mom used to do that with her golden retriever, and I would babysit Jordan. And people would ask me, well, what kind of dog is that? And I'm like, well, he's a golden retriever with a crew gut. <laughs> we used to and have to do that he was for happier Rudy. With it. Yep, she was he's happier. Too. Some dogs are happier getting shaved in the summer. Yep, they are. They are. They need it, though, too. Because, uh, what was it? Um, Rudy, he was afraid of water. Oh, he was God. our golden retriever that was afraid of water. Okay. So he wouldn't oh, jump no. in to cool himself off or anything. Like if we tried to spray him with the hose, he would just run away and hide. Like... My husky was afraid of water too. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll drink it like a motherfucker. And they'll go she's... out and play in the snow. Yeah, they'll but go they out don't... and play in the snow, drink mad water, but throwing yep. her in the water? Nope. Guaranteed she like, wouldn't go on the know. ice either. Try oh, bringing that's her funny. on the ice. Um... Because I, I have a buddy who's no, boxer. I just brought her out to my parents' house. Their boxer uh, was afraid of water. Go out and play in the snow, play out in the snow, and knew that the ice was water. It would oh, would not step foot on ice. She wouldn't get out of the puddles. the funniest puddles? thing ever. She loved puddles. Water? Nope. Well, yeah, it's not deep enough for her to drown in. <laughs> well, the bathtub isn't either. <laughs> yeah, well, she knows that. Or, yeah, she knew she was getting baths clean. Baths are different. Baths yeah. are very different. Dogs don't like being clean. They no. they dirty themselves up to mask their scent. You're not supposed to so wash a husky, hunt. but I had to wash my husky a lot. Well, they get into things. My yeah. previous dog, I had this little cute um, scruffy white terrier hound mix named Olivia. And she would roll in crap. I still remember I was walking her along Lake Michigan. And I lived four blocks away from Lake Michigan. And I saw her because she was like, and I'm like, Olivia, no. And she dive rolled into a pile of coyote scat. It was the oh, most no. disgusting thing you'd ever, ever smell on this white dog. And she was all happy afterwards. My <laughs> grandfather's dog used to do that where I stayed on Birch Grove. Yeah. Her, his dog used to do that. Just There'd just be a pile of poop. Got a roll in it. Got a roll in it. Got a roll in it. Got a roll. That, that so will mad. cover my scent. That's a, that's exactly what a dog's thinking. Uh, I remember he <laughs> the dog got sprayed by a skunk. My grandfather told me she saw the skunk and just ran right up to it. She had to meet it. 
the house smelled like skunk and vinegar for years. Oh no! <laughs> for you might have not noticed it when you started hanging out there, oh, but I still noticed is, it. Well, if your dog ever gets skunk, we learn because our golden retrievers, um, one of them, our first golden, she got skunked like three t- days in a row. The first time it happened, I wasn't home when this, but my my sister was like, "Mom, the dog smells." No, Julie can't possibly smell it's not the dog we we've got it's got to be a gas leak or something no mom it's the dog it was the dog yep and then the next two nights she wanted to go back and get the bad black and white kitty in the backyard and she lost again and we learned from trial and error that big giant jugs of mouthwash helps neutralize skunk smell better than vinegar yeah, and it's yep. minty at yep. that point. Yeah. So, I it mean, smells nice and minty. It's better than vinegar. Yeah, <laughs> at that point, I rather, I much rather deal with spearmint or peppermint. Yeah. <laughs> well, my other, uh, my other skunk story happened to Olivia, and I remember this because this is two days after having knee surgery, and I'm knocked out on the couch, drugged up because that's what happens after knee surgery. And I hear my dad saying, there's a baby skunk in the backyard. I'm going to get, I'm going to go take care of it. And he went to get the hose and he didn't leave the dog in the house. So he took the dog with him to go get the baby skunk that was stuck under our deck. Oh no. (laughs) And I, I, I'm sitting there on the couch drugged up and I'm like, this is a train crash happening. I know what's going to happen. I know the dog is going to get skunked. And yep, she did. Dogs. So oh, I'm stuck dogs. on the couch. So I'm like, okay, I'll just take some more drugs. I'm gonna sit here. You can de-skunk the dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like I just got knee surgery. This doesn't sound like my problem. <laughs> nope. Nope. <See> ya. <laughs> oh man. I miss having a dog. Uh, same. Uh, I mean, I have to but... go over to my parents to see my dog, but yeah. Still, I miss having a dog daily that I can see. Dogs are great, but they, they are. are also they also do bad things. Um, All the time. <laughs> my wife is in heaven because down in Connecticut at her father's house, they have a, a German Shepherd, which is their favorite dog. And he's big and he's dumb. That's he's, the other one. German Shepherd. Yeah, that's what he's a, he's a black, to be. He's, yeah. a, he's a black German Shepherd in... He's smart, but at the same time, he's so dumb. How is he smart and dumb? Uh, he he like he'll walk around the house and check on everyone, and um, he just you know the normal things that smart dogs do. Like he knows sit, but he doesn't want to sit, <laughs> and like he's just big, and like he'll bump into things, and like he he looks when you look at him in a certain way. He just looks dumb. Like, if oh, you, that's if not. You, nice. If you scratch his neck, if you scratch under his chin or his neck, like around here, he loves it. And the face he makes when he's like, is just the dumbest face I've ever seen. Kind of like the one you're making. Yeah, and yeah. like, he's just he's big, and I don't think he realizes how. Like, he knows he's big. They never know how, but big he they doesn't realize are. how big he is. He'll come in through the slider door and he'll just crash. He'll just like 
beeline it through the bottom of the the dining room table and just crash into all the chairs and stuff. And, like, you'll come in and he's just all up on you. He's just, he's letting you guys know he's yeah. here. Yep. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm back in the house. Pat me. In case you missed him. You know, yeah, in case like, you missed him. You well, tell him, all right, well, go sit. And he'll just, like, look at you. What? He knows what sit sit means, but he just looks at you like, I don't know what that means. Is he really stupid or is he just pretending to be stupid? Dogs are like that. They are smart. They're outsmarting you at that point. Cute stupid. Cute stupid. He's just being cute, acting stupid. Oh, okay. And he knows what he's doing. He's being a puppy. Yeah, he's a big puppy. Big puppy. Yep. And he gets away with it, I bet. Yep. (laughs) That's why. That's he will never grow up. Mm-hmm. He's he will afraid, always be a lap dog. He's afraid that. of stairs. He's terrified okay. of stairs. Well, <laughs> well, they're they're evil. My dog is afraid of the vacuum cleaner, and she tries to attack it every time I take it out. <laughs> I've got a couple of videos of her <laughs> going after the vacuum cleaner, and it's like that's not a threat. No, see, but Lacey runs away from the vacuum. That's, that's okay. an well, odd noise. Yeah. Yep. I don't like that noise. Yeah, I, I've never heard this noise before, even though she's heard it, you know, daily at this point. Uh, I'm head out. Uh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> she goes and hides in the bathroom. It's hilarious. My cat is afraid of open bottles, not closed bottles. Like, he's that's got such an of odd thing bottles, a... but as soon as you open it, he's scared of it for the rest of the night until you close it. <laughs> Like what kind of bottle? Like, like soda, soda or beer or, or like anything. A, a Gatorade bottle, anything. Maybe he thinks it's like a mouth or something. Maybe. Like he'll go off to sniff it when it's open. Sometimes. Usually he just like, he gets up and just leaves. All nonchalantly. He's just like, right, I'm going to leave. But most of the time he goes up and he smells it. And he's like, he does that cat thing where he pushes his face into his neck. He's like, nope, and leaves. Oh, that's... that's and then he walks around for a half hour meowing. Because you left it open. open and it he up. can't come back in the room. That's your fault. It's... I don't know. I think it's a Mancoon thing. He just walks around meowing. It might be a Mancoon thing. Super affectionate, but super skittish. Wait, you have a Mancoon? Aren't they supposed to be big? He's like half. Man, he is big. He's like seventeen pounds. Oh my god! Maybe a little less. Yeah, he is big. He's half the size. Some dogs. Half the size of your dog, basically. It is half the size of my dog. Oh my god! He's a big cat. Yeah, a full, a full. I've always wanted a full blood mancoon because they are the size of a dog, basically, like a medium sized dog. So I got them from. Shannon's brother. At least I know where that cat is. The cat can't hide from me at that point. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, my, I know for definitely that my cat, my oldest cat, is seventeen pounds because I took him to the vet. It was a five hundred dollar vet bill. God. And Arthur's like a little bit smaller than him, so he must be at least quarter, like quarter percent Mancoon or. It's got to be something. Like I mean, that's a big cat. He's like 16, 17 that's pounds. That's a big somewhere, cat. Yeah, for a house cat, that's a big cat. Yeah, it's a big cat. I thought my cat, uh, Frogger, was huge, but then, you know. No, Frogger's a normal-sized cat. 
how have I not seen these giants roaming around your house when I'm there? Oh, they, they're downstairs. <laughs> oh, my God. They're down in the basement. It was a big Did they ever 17. make appearances on your podcast? Um, no. Oh, man, Frank. We got to bring Frank. Frank. We have to have Frank on the podcast. Yeah, he'll be. Thank you for the idea. That That's a good You're idea. <laughs> he'll shed his cat hair everywhere. Uh, well, thank God it's only for a day. Yep. <laughs> the neighbors are going to be like, what is that? What is clawing against the walls in that office? <laughs> <sighs> that couch, it's fucked. Yep. It's going to be fucked as soon as you bring the cat here. Yep. Just saying that. I love cats, but they destroy things. That's uh, why I like rats. They don't, well, they destroy uh, things, but. He likes having pet rats. I'm not a fan. They're super affectionate. They're really fucking smart. And you can feed them whatever you want, as long as it's not like citrus. Well, my friend things. Shauna had a pet rat who liked to cuddle with her in bed. But one night her rat escaped and cut, tried to cuddle with her dad. He wasn't so happy with the rat. <laughs> Yeah. No, my rats didn't go far. Um, they had a territory, and they'd stay in that ter- territory. Wow. Uh, one of them went to school with my wife in her dorm, and um, you can open the door, and he would not leave the room unless wow. she left the room. Okay, then he had to follow her. Yep, he followed her everywhere. He was really smart. He'd take his food, hide it, well, what he thought was hiding, and then he had a spot for, like, he had his bread over here, and then he'd hide vegetables over here. He was really smart, that little dude. The, they really are smart. smart. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's like how people don't like snakes. I love snakes. I love reptiles. I don't like rats, though. <laughs> I bet if I, like, hung out with a rat for a day, I would love rats. Yeah. You just hang, you hung yeah. out with him in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. He just like, wants snacks. Yeah, I literally don't mind, like, chilling with a rat, but, like, yeah. I don't see myself ever having a rat. How about a, a ferret? Yeah. How I about had a ferret. ferret. He's had, had ferret. ferrets, yep. That was the coolest little thing. I miss him, too. Ferrets are funny. They are assholes, though. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah, he stole so many things. I had to get two uh, key cards for work because he'd steal my entire wallet. <laughs> And just drag it into different places. See, that? that's what I mean? Like, they're lucky they're so cute. Yeah. Or else it would be a problem. They're <laughs> like cats. You, you'd, you like, give them a good belly rub and then they Yeah, bite. they look at you and then they, they bite you and it's like, they, you fucking, They play bite. Doing? They don't bite hard. I yeah. never got bitten hard by my yeah, no. ferret. And he was just like a cat. <laughs> Mixed with a dog. You throw something, he goes, chases it, and he brings it back to you. My friend Rob used to have a ferret. And his ferret once had a friend come visit, and his ferret jumped in her purse, and then she left. And he didn't say anything, because he had seen his ferret jump in the purse. He knew. About 10 minutes later, she comes back to his apartment. Your ferret came with me. Yeah, because uh, they sleep like 18 to 20 hours a day. Wow. So, so when, they're, probably when they're ready for bed... They knock out, man. They'll just he probably knew. Done. He was You'll like, be... oh, he's going to take a nap in her purse. All yep. Right. So he probably got in that purse and he immediately fell asleep. And he's like, I'm not going to say anything because. I used to pick up my ferret and I just pick him up and I'd put him in my arms and he was like, I'm going to bed. And then he's out cold. <laughs> you can move his head like this. You can shake him. He's not waking up. See, I'd be scared that like it's dead. Oh, there's well, a few I mean, times obviously I was scared. you can tell it's not dead because they're still warm. Yeah. But, like. 
I'd be I'd be checking on it daily. Like, oh my god, are you all right? And like my my ferret had insulinoma, which is the opposite of uh, diabetes. They make too much too much insulin. insulin yeah. So that's so weird that and, a ferret can get that. Yeah, he had it for two years, and the vet was surprised he even lasted that long because he had animals come in and they don't even last six months with it. But I was very vigilant wow. with him. So, like, when he got in a deep sleep and he didn't wake up, I got scared, so I'm shaking oh, him. Oh, well, yeah. And he doesn't give a shit. And then he'd just be like, oh, you... what's up, dude? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you're alive. Go back in your little pouch. Well, they only have, what, five, Not, five uh, year span? Uh, top seven. Mine top would seven? be about nine, ten. Yours did? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. So, I mean... That's longer than a normal ferret. Protein, 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 yes. protein, protein, and That's fat. Senior so citizen ferret. he, your ferret had, was it insulinoma, mm-hmm. and lived two years longer than a normal ferret. Yeah, I mean, the that's, average age. Yeah. Uh, don't ever. That just goes to show you. Don't ever listen to a doctor when they tell you, "Oh, you have this no. long to live." No. Watch no. me, bat. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, like, I hate that because they rush you to, you know, pay for that shot to put them down easily and gently, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you can put them down now, and it's like, why? You Luckily, know? He's only... not in pain. They wanted me to do that with Rudy, and it's like Rudy wasn't in pain, but he had, his kidneys were failing. It's my golden retriever, but he also lived okay. to be... 10 or 11 years old. So, I mean, that's already two year, two or three years older than a normal, you know, purebred golden retriever is supposed to live. Yep. They don't have a long life expectancy. So, I mean, actually, no, Rudy li- lived to be 12. I remember that. Yep. But, yeah, so they were like, his kidneys are failing, but he wasn't in pain. He, We brought him home. He would go fetch his ball, bring his ball to us. We would throw his ball. He would go run after it. I was like, they wanted us to put this dog to sleep. And he's, you know, playing fetch with his ball. It's like, he's not in pain. You know, they're just, I don't know. You got to be your you own judge. You know your animal more. Yeah, yeah you know your animal more and you be You know when the it's judgment. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, when I lost know. Olivia, it was three years ago. And she had kidney failure and I, it was time for her because she was in pain Yep. and she wouldn't take the medication. Yep. That's what she happened to Ruby. Stop the pain. Eventually. And, um, but I had some friends say, oh, well, you should inject her every day with saline. That's what I did for my dog to live. And I said, you know, when it's the right time for your dog yeah. or your cat. Don't let anybody else. And it's the hardest decision you have to it ever is. make It is as a pet owner. It's so hard. I mean, uh, golden retrievers are such good oh, dogs. They're like, awesome. Like, it, it's the only dog that we have right now that we actually have his ashes in, like, a really nice box yep. and stuff. We actually got these little locket uh, necklaces that... Uh, when one of us can work up, you know, the heart to actually do it, you can put yeah. his ashes in this heart locket and mm-hmm. wear them around your neck. So you always have, you know, your dog with you and nobody's been able to do it, obviously, in my family yet. But he he passed away like uh, a year and a half ago. So 
I mean, oh, that's hard. It, it just it goes to hard. show how like much of an impact uh, animal will have on somebody's life. You know, well, they're family. And, they're family. Yeah, they really are. Yep. And they're only they're only flaws. They don't live as long as we do. Exactly. And, exactly. You know, I'm. But you love them as long as you have them, and you you enjoy them, yep. and then when they're gone, you can rescue another one. Yes. Exactly. That's that's my goal right now. Like I was really resilient on getting a dog just because, you know, eventually I'm going to have to deal with that. And it's, I just put it off because I, I couldn't I didn't have the heart, basically, because my parents yeah. have my dog right now at their house. So, you know, when I get that news, you know, six years from now or seven years from now, however long Lacey ends up lasting, that's going to be really hard. But oh, yeah. I'm, I've actually been looking for a puppy recently, so hopefully, hopefully, I'm key. I want to, I want it to be a rescue puppy. You should rescue, um, cause some people are dicks. You should get a pit bull. I, I was looking into pit bulls. They're um, really hyper though. They got strong tails. That's my, that's, terriers. Yeah. I love pit the bulls. Don't get me wrong. They, yeah. But I they have a lot them. of energy. They do. And um, I don't have the space currently for it. So I would probably wait. Until I had to like put them on a runner outside. I they have a dog upstairs. Like uh, my upstairs neighbors have yeah, a dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would probably literally let their dog out to they get wouldn't... hurt by my dog, and no. sue me because they're that they're that type. It'll of people, be dumb because so. your dog is uh, way bigger than their dog. Exactly. It, it, I mean, my dog's gonna destroy it. I'm gonna teach yeah. my dog, you know, to protect me, my girlfriend. Um, the kid like but also be a nice loving dog like i'm not gonna show the dog to be an asshole all the time like but you know kind of like Lacey is right now she's she's very lenient she's lazy but somebody knocks on the door her ears sprout up she starts barking she's like bro 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 until who's they here? Come in, yeah, like, yeah until until they actually walk in the door and she's gone yep, she's oh, i'm scared i'm out i'm out i can't you guys are on your own <laughs> but you got it. She puts on a good show, so I mean that will deter anybody, and that's all I want. I don't want her. I don't want my dog actually hurting anybody, you know. But having a barking dog um, is a definite yeah. deterrent. An alarm system. That's yep. all I want. An alarm is. system. It is. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if you saw the meme on social media. There's a photo of all these dogs lying on their beds, and it says. Um, uh, wireless doorbells recharging. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's every time I walk into my parents' house, um, I know exactly where to find Lacey because I'll, I'll walk in through the kitchen and look to the right through my parents' room and there's Lacey laying on their bed. <laughs> she has, she has one of their decorative pillows sprawled out for her, for her to put her, her rest her head on. Uh, and then two other pillows that are like rest on her back uh slightly so like she's covered and she feels like she's uh got her back against something because i don't know what it is with my dog but sh- she can't sleep or get comfortable unless she has her back against something yeah so, yeah she's a princess we call her a princess because she is yep. very picky um she only likes dog treats for about a week maybe two weeks and then she needs a new brand of dog treats <laughs> yep. That's how my ferret my was. parents have spoiled this dog. <laughs> That's how my ferret was. He put himself in a one week coma because he didn't like the chicken flavor. He wanted the turkey flavor. 
That's really funny. I love I love really, animals. Really they are hilarious. Uh, I was they're so starting scared. to. What I've noticed is uh, animals are starting to uh, pick up our traits yeah. and our characteristics. Yeah. So like, it's it's funny to see the evolution of household pets and like what they do. Like my dog, uh, she is trained to. Uh, well, right now, whenever she wants a treat, she will go to the door and bark. Like, she wants to be let out because when she gets let in, she gets a treat for going to the bathroom. So, right now, she has my parents convinced that she needs to be let out every five minutes. So. Well, oh, there she is. <laughs> oh, she's look who it is. Big yeah, baby. Yeah, Lira, I didn't realize she was sleeping on the couch. Oh, good girl. <laughs> she is a good girl. She's, yep, she's down on my lap now. Yeah. She. Night. Usually about this time she's she's ready to go to bed. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but she's it's she, adorable. My though. other dog used to do the whole treat thing, you know. I, I think it's I think it's hilarious treat. that they think like they have us wrapped around their paws, like, yeah. oh, I got this human convinced that I need to go to the bathroom just so I can get treats. And we're just giving you treats because we think it's adorable. <laughs> Well, it's a it's a fake potty squat. My dog would yeah. go out and pretend to pee, but not really. It was a fake potty squat. <laughs> I that's more effort than Lacey's doing. She just goes out, and as soon as she gets let out, she turns around and sits at the door for like five minutes, and then she'll start barking like she wants to be let in. She doesn't actually go out into the yard or anything. Just so. goes out. Yeah, and... goes out, waits a little bit, and then she has her own internal clock where she's like, all right, it's been enough time. Bark, yep. bark, bark, let me in. Give me a treat. Because she goes over and sits on this area rug next to her okay. bed, and she'll sit and stare at you until you give her a treat. Well, Mira <laughs> doesn't do that, but if I'm not, if I don't check the yard for critters, um, she hasn't killed anything in over a year but she oh good dog a year ago she killed seven bunnies oh well not bunnies oh no yep, bunnies <laughs> see that's that's my yeah, biggest that's... fear right now because we have a family of bunnies underneath our deck we well my parents country. have a family oh. of bunnies underneath their deck and my dad being the asshole that he is, he's like, oh, go get the bunnies, Lacey. Go get the bunnies. And he lets her out, and she, like, goes hopping around the yard looking for bunnies. And I'm like, don't do that. The bunny just had babies. Like, Well, <laughs> the worst thing for us was last year. It would have been a year ago in November. My son and I were watching a Winnie the Pooh movie, and she went outside and killed Rabbit. Oh, no. It was so bad. And so I called my husband because he was at a – he had a business meeting that night. I'm like, honey, you got, there's a dead bunny. You have to go and dispose of it. So he said, so my husband says you can call him the undertaker. Cause he has to take care of the bodies and dispose of them. <laughs> my, um... and, and you see her, she doesn't look, I mean, she's a really cutie. Pot. <laughs> the noise. Yeah, that's true. Yes, you are a good girl. Yeah. My cat uh, tries to get chipmunks. The chipmunks. Oh, uh, they, they tease him. They'll oh, sit in their chirp, they and they sit just right outside his leash range. And oh. they'll just sit there, and they chirp all day. Because all day he got, I don't think he's ever killed a chipmunk, but he has caught a couple of them and had to go out and rescue them. But, yeah, the chipmunks, there's a lot of them at my house, and 
he's always sitting there waiting for them and they come in there's a there's this pipe it it's not connected to anything it's just something that's leaning against the house and they go in there and they sit in there and they they chirp all day waiting for my cat to come out and then they come out and they sit in the bush where my cat where my cat can't get them and they just chirp and then they they run across the yard and they chirp over there on that side of the yard and just all day they're just teasing them there in the summer <laughs> my na- my neighbor barb has her cat goes out in this little like cage she's got an indoor outdoor do- door and then this big cage with vines and plants around it and the cat goes and hangs out but when we my son and I had to take care of her cat when she was on vacation she's like yeah you got to do a sweep of the house for bodies because her cat will drag things back in the house and the worst ones she said she's like I'm okay if they're dead I can just throw them away if they're alive I throw them out but if they're dying she says i can't stand that yeah yep and she said the worst one was her cat killed a centipede and threw the body parts on top of her bed oh i hate bugs like some bugs i can manage but centipedes i won't kill them but i don't also like them in my house (laughs) like spiders i used to just kill them but now i feel bad when i kill them so, like, I'll, I'll put them in, like, a cup. I'll trap them in there. And, and throw them outside. Just throw them outside. And if it's the winter, I just, like, let them know. Like, you stay right there. <laughs> if you come in this zone, I have to kill you. <laughs> yep. But, uh, no, I, as I get older, I find it's harder to kill spiders. Like um, Spiders I usually like to let out, too, because they yeah. kill bugs. And... Yeah. If they, if they stay in their corner... You know, stay there and we're good. Other than that, I don't I don't like spiders. <laughs> I hate spiders. I don't know what it is. I tried not to be scared of spiders, and I'm just scared of spiders anyways. Well, it's either the number of eyes or the number of legs. They're... I'm out of breath. <laughs> you just walked out the door. No, I was running back and forth because I dropped my hat and shit. Oh. <sighs> All right. God damn that hallway. Oh, I French it up. Yeah. We have another podcast to do after this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Busy, busy. I hope you guys, I hope you guys sometime make it out to to Wisconsin. Well, we would love to. Yeah. Actually, Um, I've been planning a trip to Nova Scotia, but that's obviously not going to happen anytime soon. So maybe if Nova Scotia doesn't happen, we'll be. Yeah, I Wisconsin. I'm thinking so. Well, I, I summer want... and fall are good times to visit. And fall Normally, is when I, would go. I would say come during the summer. Summerfest is the world's biggest music festival um, in Milwaukee. It's eleven. Da- now, normally, it's eleven days, eleven oh stages, over eight hundred performances, and. You know, there's always the main stage, which I always describe Summerfest as, you know, who was popular when you were in high school? No matter when you went to high school, that who that's who comes to Summerfest. Oh, Nelly. So you'll have somebody. <laughs> so you'll have somebody like The weekend, but you also might have 
they've had Rolling Stones, or you Ooh, might have something I like, like Ario Speedwagon. So kind of like Coachella almost. I mean, oh, and Cali or whatever. It's not they have as sophisticated. Coachella. It's not as sophisticated or cutting edge. Okay. I mean, it's eight hundred. There's eleven stages, so there'll be a country stage. There'll be a rap stage. There'll be a a an oldies stage, an eighties stage, and that's awesome. I mean, it's 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 really fun. Now this year, it's supposed instead of being, it's usually held the last week in June, and it involves the Fourth of July. But so that time period, so eleven days around that. But now they're they're putting it to I think three weekends in September. Oh wow! So okay. it'll be interesting to see who comes or doesn't. But and that will be least... right around the time that like hopefully all the mask regulations will be gone and completely yes. so. lowered. Yeah, lowered. I mean, we might actually be the closest we've been to being normal at that point. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm well, expecting because August, you well, know. And my advice would be what my husband and his friends usually do is you go to see one band, but you also wander the stages because that's way the way you discover new music. Yeah. Exactly. Live Spotify. Yeah, it's yes. literally yes. live Spotify. Yes, yes, that's a good way to describe I it. So, it's... so many bands through Spotify. I love so, it. and we also have usually during the summer all these ethnic festivals. Like Irish Fest is you is the biggest Irish festival in the world. Oh wow. Awesome. And one of, besides all the music and dancing and stuff and food and booze, they also have what I loved, and you would probably really like this, a whole display of Irish dog breeds. Oh. And you can pet, pet Irish wolfhounds and Irish terriers and Irish setters and Isle of Skye terriers, like a dozen different Irish dogs. I hope so my wife kind of hanging out this. there. <laughs> she so, might. <laughs> There's one more person I got to pay for. <laughs> Unless she gets I, a job by then. Who knows? <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I would probably just go on the sole fact that I can meet all these different Irish dogs. <laughs> Honestly, yes. I don't even yes. care about anything else. <laughs> They're all drunk, ready to fight. It's <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, like a good time. It's been good. Um, it has been. Thank you for coming on this podcast. Yeah, was, we unfortunately uh, have to wrap it up. I would and, love to be able to get one of your books and be able to read it and then have you back as a guest. Yeah, and we'll be able um, to talk about that. I was thinking of sometime around summer. Summer? Yeah, that summer drinks. Fantastic. And summer activities. and Perfect. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. We could talk we'll, about We'll all be cocktail. out exploring a little bit, too. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, Here's an idea. The next time, why don't we do a cocktail live? Ooh. And oh. I'll tell you what to get and how to do it. Oh, I like okay. this. I like this. That way, that way, you know, you could learn something and we could have fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm super fun. 100% down for that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you for yes. having me. Yeah. Oh, Thank you for um, coming on the show. Before we go, if you have any social media, throw it out there. Yep. Uh, at by Jeanette Hurt on Twitter and Jeanette Hurt author page on Facebook and at by Jeanette Hurt on Instagram. All right. And you heard it. 
here on Swamp Talk. I'll link everything yeah. in the description. Yeah, we'll make sure yep. we have links And for you. my website, if you want to check out some of my writing and all of my books, is my name, JeanetteHurt.com. Go there, get fact, and you will find out everything you need to know. Right. Yep. Well, that it, was it. it. It's shit. Cut it. <laughs>